0: Are you ready to fill your soul with the sustenance it needs? Look no further. Bishop Joshua Fonseca's Soul Food Podcast. You can listen anytime to these engaging messages of faith. From testimonies and real-life stories to musical entertainment, Is here to satisfy your spiritual hunger. Tune in today for a journey of hope, strength, and truth. And be uplifted with each episode wherever you are. Don't let your soul go hungry. It's time for some soul food.
1: When I tried to commit suicide, I took 14 NyQuil pills. And um, the reason why nothing happened to me is because I texted my god sister and my best friend. I was like, you know, saying my goodbyes, basically. And my god sister called my mom and my mom came into my room and, you know, she's, like she was with me the whole night to make sure that I was okay you know and the reason why I would laugh at first is because after my dad really made fun of me he's like you try to kill yourself with NyQuil like you know and that really hurt me and um like I cover it up with laughs but it hurt me because he didn't see how much how much pain I was in.
0: You are now listening to Soul Food with Bishop Joshua. Don't stop listening. There is more soul food to share. Stay tuned to listen to the rest of this story.
2: What is your biggest insecurity?
3: I would say my biggest insecurity, especially growing up, would be my nose. Let me show you. So I'm South Asian, right? I have this little bump in my nose and I've always been a bit like, Oh, I don't have that cute little slope kind of thing. So it bothered me a little when I was younger, but I'm a little bit over now, but it's still a little bit of an insecurity.
2: So like what are the sorts of things that you did to kind of get through that insecurity?
3: I think being able to see more South Asian people and people of color in media who don't have the typical little button nose kind of thing. It helped me to grow my confidence and be like, you know what, it's normal, it's normal to have your little bump and your little, your big nostrils or whatever. It's fine to look anyway.
2: 100%. So then, what would you say to like other young people that are struggling with similar insecurities and they've not like managed to go through the process that you have?
3: If you keep thinking, I'm beautiful and I look the way I do and that's, that's okay, then it's, um, it's much better for your mind, like positive mindset, you know? What is your biggest insecurity? Body image. Always kind of has been, you know, some days I'll wake up as confident as you like and then the next day it'll be like, Nah, don't even want to go outside. It's the truth. Body image is always something that's up here. Difficult for me, but you know, got to try and look at the positives and stuff and work through it, try to anyway.
2: How do you work through it? Like what is your process there?
3: Don't compare yourself to other people because that again is a big thing for me, always comparing myself. Nobody's the same. So that's not going to help you or them or anyone else. So yeah, probably doing stuff like that. What is your biggest insecurity? Probably my looks, man. I'm not going to lie, my style for like, i have change it wherever I'm around. I feel like people judge me for it, but I can't take that into account. I've got to love myself for who I am, do you know what I'm saying? So it's something I've got to learn for myself. Um, but yeah, I'd say that's my biggest insecurities.
2: And what are the sorts of things that you do to kind of get yourself through that, that insecurity?
3: I go out by myself, spend time with myself, buy clothes for myself, spend time with my brothers. They help me, always gassing me up, you know what I'm saying? Being around good people. And then lastly, what would you say to other people that are
2: struggling with their insecurities and and they might be similar to yourself.
3: It doesn't matter what everyone else thinks about you. You've got to love yourself for who you are. You're doing great at what you do and that's the main thing about life.
2: I don't know if I can take it Talking to the Lord, I don't think that I can face it. Never anymore on a daily I've been praying Lately I've been panicking like how I'm gonna make it. I just play my part and hope heaven really vacant Shiver down my body, I can hardly bear to chase it. Shorty got no love and I can't. She chasing, I can tell it all. She gotta know she worth the saving. Far from the come up, I still can't play with them foo foo. Them boys like to dance, and so you can put them in a tutu. A king raised in queens, 11. Really, who knew that would be where we are? Now you find my name on Google. Slide for my bros, Straight from out the BX. Born on a concrete where the crazies used to eat at. Waste to never cry, ain't no tissue, ain't no Kleenex. But the Lord has lifted, I just made it out the cleanest. Made it out the wilderness. Dreams at. Sipping on that potion, they were smoking on that tree sap. Don't you be confused, they be aiming where that beam at. Finger itching, fully loaded, they gon' hit your kneecaps. Down on my fortune, I can find no place to sleep at. But the liquor I was pouring helped me not to feel that. Anger in the soul made it hard for me to see that. What was really truth, now it's proven to believe that. that racing, I don't know if I can take it Talking to the Lord, I don't think that I can face it Never anymore, on the daily I've been praying Lately I've been panicking like how I'm gonna make it I just play my part and hope heaven really vacant Shiver down my body, I can hardly bear chase chasing Shorty got no love and I can see the what she chasing, I can tell it all she gotta know she worth the saving, body versus her soul, you can see just what she craving she like running games, but this ain't playstation, life is all the same but things ain't all relating, poison in her veins, if you like when she gon' face it body all this figure, she got more than just a facelift tatted on her arms like a canvas get it painted, a queen on the surface but her heart is really tainted, searching for a god, only hoping for some changes going down the wrong way, that'll lead the danger, been around the block so you know she ain't no stranger, down to do whatever as long as you got means to pay her Life is all that game and you can be the one to play her Down on her fortune she can find no place to sleep at But the liquor she was pouring helped her not to feel that Anger in her soul made it hard for her to see that What was really truth now it's proven to believe that Fast paced racing I don't know if I can take it Talking to the Lord I don't think that I can face it Never anymore on a daily I've been praying Lately I've been panicking like how I'm gonna make it I just play my part and hope heaven really vacant Shiver down my body I can Chasing, shorty got no love and I can see just what she chasing, I can tell it all, she gotta know she worth the saving, shippin' down my body, I can hardly bear the chasing, shorty got no love and I can see just what she chasing, I can tell it all, she gotta know she worth the saving.
0: Well, dear friends, may the Lord Jesus Christ bless you, your household, wherever you are. Today I would like to address this message for those who are failing in life. And I will show to you today the reason why you are failing in life. You are failing or considered to be a failure because You believe in God, but you don't believe in yourself. Yes, you do believe in God, don't you? You believe in God, but you don't believe in yourself. You are always saying, I do not qualify. I don't have skills. I don't have education. That's why I don't succeed. And when you see others succeeding, you say, no, this is not for me. I cannot make it. That person is better than I. That's why he is successful and I am a failure. When you say so, or when you have these kinds of thoughts in your mind, it shows that you believe in God, but you don't believe in yourself. Now I have a question for you. How can you say that you believe in God? You don't see God. Do you see God? No, you don't. God is spirit. Spirit is invisible. How can you say that you believe in God, in someone that you do not see, and you don't believe in yourself? Because every morning when you come before the mirror, you see yourself and you don't believe in someone that you can see, how can you believe in someone that you don't see? You don't see God. So my friend, it's time for you to believe in yourself, in your own potential. You have to believe in your potential. You have to believe that you can make it. I know you read the Bible, you go to one church, you speak to the pastor, to the priest, to the father... But you do not believe in yourself. That's why you depend on the pastor's prayer. You depend on the priest. You read the Bible from cover to cover, but you don't succeed at all. Why not? Because of this lack of self-esteem. You have to believe in yourself. Believe that you can make it. And when you start believing yourself, your life begins to move forward and God will help you. God does not help, does not bless someone that does not believe in himself. Believe in God and believe in yourself. You can make it. That is my advice for you. If you want to write to me any question or you need any spiritual advice, this is my email address you can email me, and gladly I will reply to you. May the Lord Jesus Christ, the God of the Bible, bless you. I wish you to have a good one. Do
1: you need food for your soul? Don't stop listening. Soul food has more to feed you. Well, I grew up Catholic. Um, I didn't really go to church growing up, just like, you know, holidays, uh, Christmas, Easter, those type of things. Um, I didn't really start going to Sunday school until, like, I was 10 years old um, when I started doing my classes so that I can have my Mass for my quinceanera. Um, And yeah, I had my First Communion, my Confirmation, all that stuff that is traditional with the Catholic community. But I never felt In place there
3: Mm. Why why do you say that?
1: Uh, I felt anxious Always going to Like uh, Ever since I was I think as 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 much as I can remember I had anxiety Just like To live my life Just like Always thinking That people are staring at me Or people are judging me um, What I was wearing Um, When I was 19 I ran away from home Uh, That's like 2016, I would say, and for two years I was controlled by my uh, my ex, who was very toxic to me. He was hurt by the church, so I was controlled in that aspect. Like I felt like I always had to agree with him, as far as like you know who God was or if there was a God, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I Also, um, I really liked to smoke, and he didn't think, like, that was a good thing. He's like, no, we can only smoke on the weekends or this, this, or that. Um, And, like, you know, he always had my location. He, even when I went to my mom's house, he was like, you know, "Um, where are you at? What time are you coming? That kind of stuff. I know I did my wrongs as far as, like, I hurt him. You know, I cheated. I, I was looking for affection that he didn't give me. And... I tried to break up with him multiple times, but the manipulation and narcissism um, really shined bright when, when I tried to leave. When I was in fourth grade, um, I had a very big birthday party. We had a trampoline in the back, and I was so excited to bring my friends. You know, I invited a neighborhood friend. Yeah, his, um, um, his whole family came with him, and they lived down in the street, so my family and his, like, we were, like... A whole new big family together and for a year we would be always going to parties and stuff like that the reason why I'm saying that is because my father cheated on my mother with my friend's mom so that that really hurt me I felt like it was my fault and I felt like I did something wrong for inviting them over and just for being a child you know um but yeah after that um my father and my mother split up, and there was... My mom really tried to be with him again, but, you know, there was some violence and stuff like that. So that's kind of what really led me to see what relationships were. And, um, you know, it's not their fault. I forgave them, but um, that's that's what imprinted in me, you know, when I was a young kid. And then I was uh, sexually assaulted when I was 13 uh, from... Um, a guy that I only met one time before and you know I was very trusting as as a child growing up like I didn't know like that there was people with malice and like people just like looking for something from you promiscuity really started and um I was seeking validation in people and and I I was like I have something more to offer now you know I have something more like to keep somebody in my life and, you know, that was not the right way to look at it. Um, But I know that now. Um, And that created a lot of loneliness in me. I felt like I was carrying around other people's problems. Um, I tried to commit suicide when I was um, 14, but now um, I've forgiven a lot. I'm, I'm no longer living in trauma. That's not my identity, I'm not, a shy person. I'm not an anxious person. That's not my my identity. Is in Christ. I live with love, and I I live with fullness. Um, I know that God's presence is always with me, and now like I, I read the Word, and it it just it it correlates so so greatly, and it helps me see how I how I live my life through Him. I would like to say I'm in a place of peace, of a full like ah. Uh, overwhelming peace like when I I I read Ephesians um, this week and I I had to take like a little bit of time to like breathe because I felt such peace like it was so overwhelming I was like I've never felt this full with peace this full with knowledge and understanding and clarity that this is exactly where I'm supposed to be
4: do you need food
1: for your soul don't stop listening Soul Food has more to feed you. You are listening to Soul Food with Bishop Joshua. We'll be right back. If you have been enjoying this podcast, share it with a friend or family member.
4: Who are you going to be? And if you'll notice, I'm not asking what are you going to do, but who are you going to be? I'm asking you about how you plan to live your life every day. How are you going to respond when you don't get that job you had your heart set on. For all of you who are gonna be teachers, what are you gonna do if the students in your class next year just don't respond to your lessons? For all of you going into business, how will you react when your boss gives you a goal that feels way too high? See, these are the moments that define us. Not the day you get the promotion, Not the day you win Teacher of the Year, but the times that force you to claw and scratch and fight just to get through the day. The moments when you get knocked down and you're wondering whether it's even worth it to get back up. See those are the times when you've got to ask yourself, who am I going to be? And I want to be clear, this isn't just some vague platitude about building character. In recent years, we've actually been seeing a growing body of research that shows that skills like resilience and conscientiousness can be just as important to your success as your test scores or even your IQ. For instance, West Point cadets who scored high on things like grit and determination were more likely to complete basic training than those who ranked high on things like class rank, SAT scores, and physical fitness. So what we're seeing is that if you're willing to dig deep if you're willing to pick yourself up when you fall, if you're willing to work and work until your weaknesses become your strengths, then you'll develop a set of skills that you can mold and apply to any situation you encounter, any job you might have, any crisis you might confront. But you gotta make that choice. And let me just share just a little secret before I end. As someone who has hired and managed hundreds of young people over the course of my career, whether it was during my time as a lawyer, as an administrator, as a university, a nonprofit manager, even now as first lady, I have never once asked someone I was interviewing to explain a test score or a grade in a class, never. I have never once made a hire just because someone went to an Ivy League school instead of a state school, never. What I have looked for is what kind of person you are. Are you a hard worker? Are you reliable? Are you open to other viewpoints? Have you stepped outside of your own self-interest to serve others? Have you found a way to serve our country, whether in uniform or in your community? Again and again, I have seen that those are the qualities that I want on my team because those are the qualities that move our businesses and schools and our entire country forward. And, and, and just understand this. Those are the qualities that you all already embody. They're the values you learned from your parents, from the communities you grew up in. And today, more than ever before, that's what the world needs.